When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, all of those places, including I like that it's in your AirPods. That one really hits me in the in the right spot. I like yeah. that a lot. You still have the the cord, right? You're not using <laughs> the, literally in my bag. They're right there. Okay. <laughs> they're in what my about bag. Your Beats by Dre. You're in your Beats by Dre I as don't well. Have those. I have Sony's. I have Sony's. These yes. are great. These are great. Yeah, Just yeah, I'm they, telling you, you'll love they them. They fall out. They don't stay in. Yeah, I've got. I've got. I think I got little openings. I think I have little ear openings, little ear holes. You need like a custom built. I need plastic surgery to hollow it out, get a little more room in there, right? Hey, Doc, what I need you to do is get like a drill bit or Taylor, you're you. Maybe you're I don't a, know. There's hair in your ears too. Maybe you need to shave your ears because you're so old. No, I, I think God, that's my greatest fear. By the way, don't even <laughs> wish that upon me. What's that drill bit where like you drill like something into like a wood to make a big hole? It's not just like a regular drill bit. It's got like that saw edge like on it. Like a bore. Yeah, a bore. We're going to bore into my ear holes so I can use Definitely stay with what you have. AirPods? Definitely stay with what you have. I'm fine. You're going to hurt yourself It's a very dad thing to say earbuds or whatever. Or earbuds. Earbuds. It's AirPods. AirPods. Thank you. AirPods, Silly. Got the other ones that go over the ear, too. That might be more yours. Those are better because, and this hasn't been an issue for me in a while, but when I was running- those I have to have them go over the ear because even the string ones would drop out Fall of my out. ears. Yeah. yeah, I need I need something. I need like an old school '70s harness, like the headphones that go over the top of your head that have the antenna that stick out. What do you think about that, Emily? How would that look? That I think you should get those. Hundred percent. Nope. <laughs> Stop that. Like, they're not looking. I could roller. Look I could roller skate up and down the boardwalk at Venice Beach with my radio headphones. On. Shirt off. <laughs> Shirt off. Could, can you roller skate? No hell no. Can you, Emily? No, I cannot. Um, not a chance. I'm no. so bad at it. Taylor, you look like you might be a rollerblader. <laughs> roller girl. Um, I I, it's been a long time, but I can't. You can hold your own. I can't yeah. go backwards. That's the hard thing. I could probably go for a little bit, but if there's the smallest rock in the way and I see it, I'm I'm already people got a boarding mission really into it in the pandemic because like you know it was something you could do outside and it was all over tiktok people would do it down the strand or on the beach or like venice and stuff and so also in the barbie movie that is coming out in a month a little less than a month there's a big like rollerblading scene where barbie and ken are down in venice and stuff and people caught them like filming it and stuff spoiler so part of it. it's not a spoiler it's it's been all over tmz but i i'm calling it right now there will be a rollerblading Craze Resurgence. in LA. It's coming come back. Soon. All right, it's coming back. The things we did during the pandemic to kill time, like you're talking about rollerblading, M. I walked a hundred miles in a month. Oh yeah, that like was the, happening. The, the idea of that—that's how I biked bored marathons we all were. regularly. Yeah. Right, yeah. like th- this idea of well, I have nine hours to kill because I'm not working or I'm home and not commuting anywhere. You're doing everything from your living room or your bedroom or your garage. We all picked up these we- not weird, but just things that we the second the world went back to being air quote normal. We just, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. It, it, it all came down to you had a couple extra hours a day because you weren't getting ready for work. No commute, Then yeah. you weren't driving to work. So let's just say that's, I mean, for you, it's even a longer distance. To me, that's, it's four hours extra a day. 
If I just said, here's four more, you get, instead of 24 hours, you get 28 hours a day. I was napping. You're going to be walking for 100 miles for a I, month. I did walk for an hour or so, David. I got, yeah. got my fair share of naps in along the way. I, my nap game was on point during the pandemic. I had that down on lock. All right, it's Culver City and Ray. Ray, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Ray? Hey, what's going on, guys? Just really fast. I know you guys were talking earlier about the Dodgers and the, and the analytics and all that, but I think Robert's real problem is when to say no to the analytics. I think over the last several years, the Dodgers do a great job of just getting to the playoffs, win two out of three, win three out of four, win two out of, out of the four, whatever it takes just to get to the show or the dance, rather. Mm-hmm. But then we get to the playoffs and we do this thing where – for some reason, we have to stick to the analytics when sometimes you just have to say, I'm going to ride my horse. It's like the NBA. You're going to play 48 minutes of 48 minutes. And sometimes you just got to get that horse out there and just ride the horse that you have and just take them all the way to the very end where you win that championship, and it'll be all worth it. Ray, we- appreciate appreciate you calling in. Appreciate you calling in. Trav, how many times have you heard this? And you could use this. Let me, let me give... Um, an NFL and an NBA example. When when you get ready for the playoffs in the NBA, what do they usually say? Well, the game slows down in the NBA. Things are just different. The style of the NBA playoffs is going to be different than the regular season. In the NFL, you kind of start looking and you're depending on that back a little bit more. The game is slowing down. It becomes more of a defensive game. You're Maybe less of a shootout. The way you play a playoff game is different than the way you play week nine. Mm -hmm. The way you play an NBA playoff game is different than the way you play game 48 in Washington. Sure. In baseball, that's that's the one thing with the dot the examples that we give on the on the Dodger side of things where the analytics that you used great for 162 but can you take that exact blueprint and throw it in the postseason and say to yourself, the way we played the regular season is exactly how we're going to play the regular season? You don't see that in a lot of these other sports. And I don't know if the Atlanta Braves, the St. Louis Cardinals, the San Francisco Giants, the Houston Astros, I don't know how much their game changes from the regular season to the postseason, but would you agree that it can't be the same that it, that it is in the regular season? Yeah, I don't think this is breaking news that they should do this this is this has been the argument for a while right your program works brilliantly over six months it does they've won the division every year 100 games multiple times it works there's there's no arguing with it it works postseason results are very different so i think you have to try something different along the way i i think the best example that i can give you for when the to kind of validate the hey i get it that your plan is your plan but going away from the plan might be the better option if, in fact, it's right there in front of you. The one year they won it, what was the what, what, what's the the thing that just stands out as weird about that? Right? Julio, yes, yeah. They used Julio out of the bullpen to win a couple of games. They used him to pitch what's the final three innings of the last game, the decisive game. Julio has pitched out of the bullpen before, but Julio is a starting pitching ace. And they said, listen. We got to go put him down there. Randy Johnson comes out of the bullpen for the Diamondbacks. Yeah, I was going to say you. We've it, seen it we, happens mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Go back to 1988. Oral Hershiser. I know we talk about the 59 scoreless innings at the end of the season. He pitched his you know what off in the World Series and was great there and MVP and all this stuff. He came out of the bullpen sure. in Shea Stadium sure. to close a game in relief. It's all hands hasn't Scherzer on been in situations like all, that? It yeah. happens all the time, and the Dodgers have done it, but they also seem so 
dogmatic in their in their insistence on this is how we do things, that this gives us, you know, I'm just making up numbers here, this gives us a 62% chance, and the guy that you're saying we should ride again, well, that only gives us a 47% chance, so why? I get it, but when your eyeballs are telling you, they haven't taken a good swing off that guy yet. Why wouldn't we do it again? They haven't taken a good swing off of him, or this guy's been tearing the cover off the ball, let's leave him in. Whatever the decision may be, I do think you just kind of have to put the game plan in the shredder in the moments that you get into decisive games because we're not trying to win the most games over six months. We have to win tonight. If we don't win tonight, we're dead. We have to win tonight, and those decisions are totally different than I got to win tonight and tomorrow night and a week from now and a month from now. They're totally different processes. Doesn't that say everything that on Monday, June 26th, instead of us talking, we're not even at the All-Star break yet, Instead of us having the conversation about, hey, how do the Dodgers catch the Arizona Diamondbacks? Mm-hmm. Hey, how do the Dodgers position themselves properly? Can I throw something in there because it because we just know they're gonna right? Is that not is that not it? No, I, I I guess that's not even my point. It's more of this is the only team in Major League oh, Baseball yeah, 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 yeah. that you're not talking about what's happening today tomorrow catch this team in the division playoff positioning we're already jumping all the way to october and we're saying you know if they're in this situation again and if dave roberts is this and i the only reason why i say it is because it's almost the clip that you always play super fun season there it is super fun season (laughs) it's almost that when you say because every time that you play that what you're really referring to is wake me up in october and even though this year's different it still feels like that it's because they're very likely to get in. They're very likely to win the division. This season's a lot less predictable. It's less predictable, but would you not be really surprised if they don't make the playoffs? If they miss the playoffs yes. altogether, me too. Yeah, absolutely, me too. And whether they got to come through the wild card, whether mm-hmm. they're one of the top two seeds, whether they're whatever it is, they're going to be in it. Well, and and if you look at the NLS right now, there's I think two big surprises. You might even have more than that. It's the fact that Arizona's leading the division. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that the Padres are fourth in the division. Mm-hmm. And then the only one that you could say is a surprise as well, but it's again, it's not that they're six, seven, eight games back, is the Dodgers aren't in first. That's really the only thing that you're looking at. You have to make your call right now. They win the division, right? The Dodgers? I, I, I think if you said you got to place a bet right, I, who else would you pick? Arizona? They're still. They feel like they're so far ahead of schedule. San Diego's too far back. Right, no, they're not. The, winning the, the Giants Chant, lucky to don't get the wild card. Great. Mm-hmm. Still, the Dodgers to beat. I think that's the safest bet to pick. Right. That's the safest bet to. They'll eventually keep doing what they're doing. By the way, they're going to get healthy again. Julio, I saw just made a, a start in. Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Let, let, let's talk. Julio had a rehab start. It went well. So if he's back, who goes down? That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, 
visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, so we mentioned this um, earlier today. Taylor, producer Taylor, is uh, moving back to Iowa in a couple of weeks. Uh, He's going to go back and he's going to run the family farm after spending the last couple of years with us. So we were talking about that today. Um, We're going to do an Ask Taylor coming up a week from Wednesday. His last day, July 5th, will be here. You got a couple of, of shows coming up before you head out of town? Yes, sir. I'm doing the Hudson House on the 29th. It's a Thursday. Going to play 7.30 to 10. And then uh, Waterman's in Hermosa Beach on the 8th from 8 to 10.30 with my friends from Country Cartel and Delta Swells. So Slee and I are going to go see him on Thursday night. Yeah. We're going to go see him at Hudson House on Thursday night. So come on out and uh, we can watch Taylor play, listen to Taylor play his music. Um, In the meantime, a lot of people are sending some nice notes to you. And then we get stuff like this, which is a good question here. It's Taylor's 10-year radio career has been efficient, beyond serviceable, stand-up citizen and team player, is most reminiscent of which King player's career? Peja? Bobby Jackson or Ben McLemore? Who, who would you like to be thought of when you think Ooh. back on your radio And no career? Mandy's, so no rings. So that's one well, thing Well, very on-brand oh, with okay. Sacramento Kings basketball. I kind of like either Peja or Bobby Jackson, um, maybe like a six-man, kind of a silent assassin kind of yeah. deal. Yeah. I got the – between those two, take Bobby Jackson. McLemore never. But You're thinking take of the Peja jumper, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing. Airball. Air, that's my career in a Bobby snapshot. Jackson, Airball. Bobby Jackson, like you said, he was a bucket getter. Yeah, he was guy tough. came in, and he didn't even have to say anything. He just went in there and played. That's more him than you're known for a three-point shooter, and you shot eight feet <laughs> to the right. And he's a Minnesota Golden Gopher, so I'll go with the Midwest guy. He was one of the great shooters of his era, and he uncorked that under pressure. Like that, that was unfortunate for him. Never mind for Sacramento Kings fans like Taylor, who wanted that shot to go down, but just for him, because you're an NBA, and, and I'm not an NBA guy like you, but yeah. I vividly remember that the, it was Asia. like someone had turned on a giant fan to the side of the backboard and blown it six <laughs> feet off. I can't remember line. who got the Donnie rebound. Could have been Shaq. Could have been Devin. I can't remember. But I just remember whoever grabbed it was like, what the hell? Like, it just <laughs> fell. I'll take this. Right in their head. No, just... Imagine being under the basket and Reggie Miller is at the three-point line. I think line Phil Jackson the caught it just... at the other end of the uh, court. I think it just it was like a boomerang. It, it wasn't good. Be Bobby Jackson. So I to answer everybody's there. question, with Taylor on his way out, we are officially moving the entire show <laughs> with Taylor. To Fresno? We are all <laughs> pirate radio. <laughs> we should go to Florida so nicely. There's times, there's times I could tell when you're exaggerating. <laughs> there's other times <laughs> where there's some truth to it. Fresno has some truth to it. Fresno has, that's not a. I'm not moving to Fresno. Yeah. I had a great weekend in Fresno. Full stop. I, I know you did. <laughs> it was great. Weather was great. People were super nice. Had a great time. Might have a future, but Susan's the one that you got to sell. No, nah, she's not going. 
I'd have to get a like a studio apartment, just live by myself, go to high school baseball games, maybe an occasional Fresno State football Walk game. Walk in, there's Doritos on the it's floor. Pretty, I'm tidy. I mean, maybe a little bit. Maybe once a week I'd go through. No, I'd get you're going to go back to Santa Barbara days. No, I can't. I can't. So I've tried, right? Like, have you ever – you have, obviously. When you get that – it's very rare for me when I'm home alone, right? Because – Obviously, been married for a long time. I've yep. got three kids. Mm-hmm. Kelly's back for the summer. Bobby's living with us, right? So we, we got a full house. So it's very rare where I'm home, especially for like a full day and a night. And I'll think, oh, I'm just going to make my, I'll just leave my dish. It drives me crazy. It's mm. just, I have to do it right away. Before, I would have grown weeds out of my garbage disposal, <laughs> which we actually did. We had a weed grow out of our garbage disposal. It got run so infrequently. I believe that. Yeah. All but that. now it's like, nah, the, it's a beautiful the rose we need that to came do it. out. It, I don't know what it was. It, it was some sort of beanstalk that came growing up out of the, uh, didn't, didn't smell very good either. By the way, with Taylor taking over the 600-acre farm, right? six hundred. It's going to be gradual. I'm not taking it over right away. But, but 600 acres. The whole plot <laughs> that they bought for SoFi Stadium, the whole thing, not just yeah, yeah. the stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, remember the whole thing, the which whole included area. the casino, the this, the that. That was 298 acres. <laughs> okay? So he would basically own... Two of All of Inglewood. <laughs> You're about right. <laughs> That's what he's taken oh over. Goodness. What's the first thing you have to learn? Because I, when you when you told us last week, I said to you, very excited that you're going to go take on this challenge. But my question was, do you know how to run the, the farm? The first thing I have to learn, I mean, there's so much. My dad is, uh, I mean, a very successful farmer. He's done it for his whole life. He's But he's getting older. He's retired from it now. And... He learned everything from his dad. It's been in the family for four generations. Wow. So there's a lot. So learn. is it, do you need to learn the business of farming? Do you need to learn how to make things grow? Like, what is it? All of it. Yeah. Okay. That how seems to- complicated, Al. <laughs> it's already passed way past there. I can't, if you told me, my parents have uh, maybe a half acre at the most, right? But it's all on a kind of a bank. So a lot of the land just kind of goes down. I and mean, they else. When it's the time where all the weeds are just up, I'm just like, oh my god, what do we do here? <laughs> should grow soybeans. Do we do we get eight goats? I gotta start having kids. We should get eight goats. And just yeah, you're gonna have all. to. This is like old school, I right? You three get sons. having yeah. kids so they yeah. can work the land. Yeah, exactly. That's what you're gonna have to do. You got to get started on that. Farmersonly.com. <laughs> yeah, you got already you created up an yet? account for you, and I already took a profile picture when you weren't looking. I snapped a couple <laughs> shots here. I threw it up there. Why not? Again, farmersonly.com. What what what's the line? Two two city for the country, two, two country, country for, for the, the city, two city for the country. Mm. I think that that profile's going to get a lot of traffic. Yeah, I just feel you should start a YouTube page and just kind of walk through a little bit of what you do day to day. Musician needs to be in there too. That's a good uh, no oh, musician. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, Never going to so, stop playing. <laughs> my friend who lives in Wyoming, he is a farmer too in Wyoming, and he will change his location on his dating app to to cities and convince girls pay for their fare to come visit him and maybe spark a date long or whatever. So maybe, Taylor, you could do that. <laughs> you going to be flying That's him con- in, Taylor? I think it's going <laughs> to <laughs> They can pay for their flight. Southwest you can Middle house them. You know, you yeah. can, you can the, I got a place around. to stay for sure. Just saying, this is... Well. That's not bad if you got if you pay for the flight and you got a place to stay. Usually the, the biggest expense is the hotel or the Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a bargain. Can you cook, though? Is there a barn? Uh, the barn, there's not a barn anymore. There's no. not a barn. Tore it down. Where but do you- there, I mean, there's lots of sheds. Um, 
with the machinery stored and stuff like that. Oh, I was going to say, don't you need a barn to put the stuff in? Like the, the no, tools? No, those are bins. The equipment? So there's there's bins where we store the grain. The and animals? The, that's a, where that's the animals go? Trap, trap. Those are bins. Bins. <laughs> if you're going to do farm talk. What about the animals? Where do the animals go? The goats yeah. stay outside. In the freezing cold? Well, we'll... we'll We'll make him another, you know, a little. Now I'm worried oh. about the goat. Swing. <laughs> the goat. Then you just told me it gets 20 below out there. You can't leave a goat in 20 below, can you? They I can think survive. his. I think his. The way he thought was there's like a guest house for the goats. <laughs> that's what like, a barn I is. thought that's a, what the barn is a for. Three bedroom, two bath, like just kind of a nice setup for them. I mean, you've read Animal Farm. There's, you gotta know a little bit, right? There's <laughs> plenty of land to build things on. I mean, there there was ne- there was never livestock when I was growing up, besides like a couple sheep and some goats. So. We tore the barn down. Um, I want to come up for the barn raising. So you and I should go out there and we should build him a barn. <laughs> Trav, I think you're stressing him out a little bit. <laughs> I just, I, I, look, you you guys know me well enough. When I hear exciting news like this, I got a lot of questions that come up after. Namely, do goats freeze if they're left outside in an Iowa winter? These are the things coats. that I want to know. I, I'm not saying, I understand that it's not like a pet or anything, but 20 below seems like dangerously. Give them some hay. They're thriving. They're doing fine. Give them some hay. Never seen a goat on Antarctica. Never seen them out there. <laughs> Penguins, you might be able to have. They're out not there. indigenous. Mountain goats, my friend. There's a polar bear. There's a goat. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I'm, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna send you texts. Out it's a family of penguins. That, that barn up yet? It's a goat. Goats it's still alive. I'm gonna check the weather. Hey, it's uh, six. You should put the goats in the barn. It's getting a little late. It's getting a little late. Uh, Julio made his rehab assignment in Ranch Cucamonga. Pitched really well, struck out eight. I think gave up one hit. Whatever, he's going to tear through minor leaguers. No big deal there. But healthy, ready to go, getting close to coming back for the Dodgers. Um, Daniel Hudson is getting closer to coming back. He's going to get ready to make his season debut for the Dodgers. That's good news for the bullpen. Um, Bobby Miller, a little bit of a, of a backslide. Emmett Sheehan's pitched pretty well. Yeah, yes. Tony Gonsolin's been bad, by yeah. the way. Not a huge surprise, right? When, when you asked me during the show me again, right? Hasn't been great. All of this is preamble to say, once Julio's back, you have to shut Clayton Kershaw down. He's been their best pitcher this season by a mile. He says he's as healthy as he's ever been, mm-hmm. but he's also in his mid-30s. He's missed time in every season for the last five, six years. Don't you have to give him a little break so he's ready to go at the end of the line? What do they do? What, what's Verlander? What's Scherzer? What do some of these other guys do that are – Older. Well, they've um, been hurt this season. They've missed time already. But just in just in general, when they've had kind of their, because uh, they're both older than Kershaw, mm-hmm. when they've kind of gone through, is it is it a common thing for all these guys that hey, we need you to miss a couple of starts in, during at some point before we get to manage, July or whatever you want to call it? You got to miss a couple of starts. Isn't it kind of an e- easy answer here? That I get how dependable Kershaw has been, but aren't you always thinking big picture for the Dodgers? Well, yeah. So I want to answer your first question first. When you're talking about, Ver- I'm just I just pulled a Verlander mm-hmm. right here. Verlander basically his entire career has made 30 starts a season. That's just he's a workhorse, right? There's mm-hmm. a couple of outliers here. There's a 20 here, but you know, going back to basically when he became an everydayer, 30, 32, 33, 35, 33, 34, 33, 34, 32, 34, uh, that's 33. That's the definition of right? a workhorse. So he, yeah. he doesn't take breaks. Clayton Kershaw's numbers are not like that. It for a long for 10 years it was 32, 33, 32, 33. 
17, sure. 22, mm-hmm. 22, 23. Like he's just kind of made that transition in his career. The postseason's obviously the most important part, but it's not like you have this stable of arms that you can throw out there and feel great about it. But isn't, isn't it going to happen either way? That either you're going to throw Kershaw until he's too tired that by the time you get to August 1st, he's going to probably miss some games just simply because, or miss some starts because of that, or you're going to give him the pause at a time where maybe you decide and then you have him for a little bit more of that longer stretch. It's not an easy decision because it's not like they have all their horses, they have yeah. all their pitchers, but I think it's going to happen one way or the other. Whether you whether you do it, whether you decide to do it or his arm <laughs> decides to tell him, I, I, need, to, I need some rest. You, he needs a break. Right, because it, let's say he's lights out through the entire season, and you get, aren't you just kind of crossing your fingers and hoping that nothing crazy happens? Whereas if you can give him a little time, even if it costs you a handful of games in the standings, get him back for August and September or whenever he decides he's fresh enough to push through the end of the season, you don't wait. You can't wait. Once Julio's back, I think you're going you're gonna to see something shortly thereafter with a bunch of these guys. Do- the Dodgers have also shown, I'm not telling you it's perfect baseball, they grind. They're finding ways to win. They got younger players that are coming they up that are, are giving it. This they do. Year. They're a tough team. They're far Even less. Yesterday, yesterday is a good example. I know they didn't win, but just the grind of coming back. Thanks, Yancey. All right. So not only was LeBron drafted on this day, but let's go back to 1996. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We should probably go out to SoFi again and shoot some more spots. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. For the uh, giant screen. You took it over. Yeah, but it was just me just kind of pointing at the camera, talking about Rams coverage and our lineup and all that kind of stuff. I want one with the two of us. Well... From what I understood is they invited, they said, hey, would you like to have Sliwa part of the commercial? And you said, guys, just hit record and don't (laughs) say anything. I liked our spots. You made a field goal. You did the, uh, what's the sprinkler? Sprinkler. (laughs) You did the sprinkler. Killed the sprinkler. (laughs) 
I like the best part. It's like your your first move when you do the sprinkler is back. I like, yeah. I like that you don't yep. you don't just go straight to the front. Yep. You go back. It's and like a jumper. Yeah. You got to bend your knees a little bit. <laughs> you got to loosen up. I like. It. I think we should do some more. Let's let's talk to Caitlin and see if she can get us back on. the Come field. on, Caitlin. Hook us up, Caitlin. Did I ever tell you that at the Mandy's? So Caitlin was there with her mom. Her mom Cindy. was there, and her mom at one point they were just sitting basically behind us, right? The table for those that don't know, Caitlin left. works for the Rams, and she's kind of our liaison to the team. You're right. We gave no details. She's like, the best. You, you got like to. They're all supposed vocally to know. font these people, Slee. So. Her mom comes up to me at one point and says, hey, you know, she said, yeah, I'm Caitlin's mom, this, that. I don't know how long ago it was, but you had said something that you were talking to Caitlin's mom and she had said something about, it was something to the effect, I, I, I exaggerated that she doesn't like me. Well, I don't think it, she does. Well, yeah. <laughs> it was something about the Rams and this and that. It was your attendance at the Tennessee game where they got blown out and that was the beginning okay. of them coming for the little three-game she losing streak. So she said, I have never talked to her before in my life, and she came up to me to address the situation. Okay. And she said something to the effect of, hey, you know, I was just, you know, she said, I can't believe they said that. You know, I was just joking. I said, no, I understand. You don't like me. <laughs> I just joked around there for a second, and then that was it. That was our only interaction. And the fact that you brought her up, Caitlin's, Caitlin, who works for the Rams, her mother does not like me. I think that's true. That is true. I, it's true in my mind. It's Whether it's true in the world, I don't know. I saw it right with her own eyes. I, I saw that she was trying to make something right, but inside, I, I felt I felt uh, where her heart unfortunately, was. Unfortunately, she's way too nice of a lady. I think she probably does like you, but for our intents and purposes, she does not she, like. She, she dislikes. She wants you. you to stay far away from SoFi Stadium. That's essentially what it is. Yep. So it was today in 03, M, that LeBron James mm-hmm. was selected um, by the Cavs. It was also on this day in 1996, Lee, that Kobe Bryant was drafted by the Charlotte Hornets yep. and then uh, tra- traded to the Lakers mm-hmm. for Vlade. Uh, it, look, I, who knows what this draft that we just went through last Thursday, maybe when Benyama will be talking about him as, yeah, man, everything changed the day that and he went Scoot there. And, maybe Scoot. Yeah. Sometimes Kobe no. was picked 13th, yeah, right? Yeah, it's all the other names. Right. The guys that we didn't talk about that well, got AI selected. Was one, one, so we talk about AI. But. Right. But it's the, it's the where was Giannis selected? Know. Where was freaking Jokic selected? And he's a two-time MVP. Jokic is in and, the second round. Mm-hmm. Right? So Kawhi, Giannis. You don't know the day that your franchise changes forever, and it changed for the Lakers in 1996 with that mm. pick. It was, you know, not that the Lakers didn't have a ton of success, but that was the beginning of a 20-year run where the Lakers won five titles. He was, if not the best player on the team, a very close second for some of those, clearly the best player on the other group there. Just you never know when it's going to change forever, and it changed for the Lakers. Well, think about this. Think about every player that's hanging, has their jersey hanging in the rafters at Crypto. Okay, Think about that. Wilt Chamberlain. Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Shaquille O'Neal, Pau Gasol now, James Worthy, every name that I just mentioned. Think about in 1996 where this wasn't this, hey, that's the number one pick. Right. This is a guy that you went and traded for and he was already the best player in the NBA. Or he was Shaquille O'Neal and you knew that the moment you got him... It's a game changer. It wasn't magic coming off a it title. It wasn't magic. Yeah. It wasn't any of this, right? It, LeBron, right. now who's a Laker, will eventually right. 
and there was a player drafted a little bit later on that Jerry West was trying to hide from everybody else so that <laughs> nobody else would take him. Stop working out. Don't do anything. And that's the player that's arguably the greatest Laker of all time of all the names. One jersey, two jerseys. Two jerseys, yeah. One, one, um, two different numbers, one jersey, but one player that represented the purple and gold for 20 years. That All the players I just mentioned, it was going to be that guy. That's that's insane. One of my favorite stories, and, and you may remember this, and it, Emily, do you know if John's here today or not? Anyway, if John's here, we'll ask him for it. But was it Michael Cooper that they brought in to work out against him during his pre-draft workout? Was it Cooper? He told the story, right? Was it John that told the story? I, 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 I've I heard think it, it was Cooper. I think I've it heard was it before. Cooper. I don't. I, it, Maybe Byron Scott, but I think it, it, was, it was. I think it was. Cooper. It was one of those two guys. It was either Cooper or Scott. I forget yeah. which one it was to kind of put Kobe through his paces, and I guess Kobe just murdered him in in the workout just absolutely destroyed whoever that person was that that's one of my all-time favorites because Kobe's career we we you know five titles all these things we know we know it all but put yourself back a high school kid a high school kid right this was not Magic Johnson or, or Shaq or anything a high school kid comes over and just gives it to an NBA player <laughs> just absolutely tears him up to the point where uh, Jerry West is saying, we got to stash this guy. We got to hide this guy. We got to find a way to get our hands on him that he could see it right there in a high school kid. It's extraordinary. What's crazy, too, is Cope took a second to like. Sure. I mean, for me, as, as big of a Laker fan that I was, I'm like, who is this kid? Why does this kid think he's the greatest freaking player in the world? He was just early. What? And, and on top of that, you remember this because it was the first playoff series that Kobe and Shaq had together. It's against the Utah Jazz. Sure. He has the four air balls. Yeah. I guess there was some conversation that it was, you know, was Eddie Jones going to take that shot? Yeah. Was Nick Van Exel going to take that shot? Well, Kobe's looking around. Nobody wants to take that shot. I'll take that shot. It's just uh, it, it, it took a second to realize just Kobe. By the way, even after winning three NBA championships, I wasn't sold on Kobe Bryant. I'm thinking to myself, I know he's a unbelievable player. I know he wants all this, but this is Shaq's team. You know what it was? It, it, he was early. And what I mean by that is he knew before everyone else what he was. It took, to your point, it took us a little while to realize, okay, he's not just a punk high school kid that can, you know, has some nice moves. He knew I'm one of the best players in this league already. That you don't know it, I, but I do, and I'm gonna. I'm acting like it right now. I don't need to soften myself. I don't need to go around and make every. I'm gonna go in here and do the things that I know I'm capable of doing. You'll all get on board with me eventually, and he was right. You'll all understand what I'm talking about. Mm. He was right. It just took. He was way ahead of the curve. He was early. He knew. I'm not taking it back. He wasn't taking a backseat to Shaq for God's sake, Shaq. MVP, you know, the 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 diesel all three Shaq. time finals MVP. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 we're gonna do this together. I'm a part of it. Just it, it his confidence of all of his skills and everything else, his confidence and his belief in himself is so hard to quantify that because he was a high school kid who walked into the league, not just saying it, believing he was one of, if not the best players in the but league. But that that's the there are times where you'd watch him play and I'm like, Kobe, you're delusional. No, no, no. Shaq's on the team. <laughs> or or even if – I mean, some of my favorite moments of Kobe Bryant's career is when they were in the middle of that three-peat and Shaq would foul out in a key game and Kobe that just – Indiana game in the finals. Got it, guys. Wait, yeah. Relax. Those were the most baller moments because it wasn't his team, 
But that was his opportunity. He'd capitalize on it. But when I said it took a second, I mean, I think we all appreciated Kobe. But there were plenty of times in Kobe's career, I'm like, Kobe, what the hell are you doing? Or the Kobe-Shaq situation, what do you mean you're going to pick Kobe over Shaq? And he shot us all up. It's funny. Him, LeBron, Tiger Woods, Serena. Like there, there, There's a handful of them that some, whether it was themselves in Kobe's case or whether it was someone else in, you know, Tiger Woods' father or Serena Williams' father. Like these people are saying, you guys don't get it. I got something. You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe there'll be a pro. Maybe they won't be. Stop. He's not the greatest coming of this. Every once in a while, those guys are right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when somebody comes in saying, no, I'm going to be the greatest basketball player of all time. I'm going to be the greatest golfer of all time, the greatest tennis player of all time. Sometimes you got to kind of say, okay, is this even pop? Because every once in a while, Kobe was right. Mm-hmm. Tiger was right. Serena's dad was right. Like everyone, LeBron, the the chosen one, the king in high school. You're like, stop. But but how many stop? But how many people also on top of that walked that or or they talked to that game and then it just didn't come to fruition. So way that, more, way more, right? Way more. So how many high school players were getting drafted out of? How many players were getting drafted out of high school and we never heard their story because they were never good enough? Way more, but some of them actually hit. Yeah. So when you see it, you're like. All right, maybe. Maybe Wenbenyama will be the greatest prospect since LeBron, or maybe it's uh, Hashim Thabit. I don't know. But we'll find out. I know which way I'm leaning. All right, the dump's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, so the Angels just got by the Rockies on Saturday, 25-1. to 1. I don't know where you guys are on this, on blowout victories. So, Taylor, I'll throw this your way, okay? Blowouts. At what point do you say to yourself, yeah, I want nothing to do with this game because I already know the result? Or as at a what fan? point? Am yeah, I as le- a fan. What am I leaving? Yeah, I, mean, I think ten to nothing at baseball. Okay, but does it start becoming so lopsided that now you're saying to yourself, "Well, I'm not going anywhere." Hundred percent for me. Hundred percent for me. Because I, I think it reaches a point. I think an eight-one game, I got no interest. Right. Wait, they have how many runs in this inning? They got seven. They got eight runs in this. Inning. They See how got far they can go. 13, yeah. thirteen runs in this inning. You will I get, think I'm going back to the beer, and I, I'm more interested now. I'm, I'm with you. I, I want to see how many they can get at some point. Like from 10 to 17 or 18, it's all kind of the same. Once we're closing in on 20, like I'm, records. I, I, yeah, I want to see something like that. It was not only did the final score 25 to 1, 
It was 23 to nothing in the fourth inning. That's right. It, it's not like they just it, it was 23 to nothing in the fourth inning. And the Angels lost the series. That's the that's by far the best part about this. That the Angels lost the series anyway. They've lost five of their last seven. They're in third place in the division. They're out of a wild card spot by a hair. They're they're still kind of in the wild card hunt for sure. Yeah. Their schedule that's coming up, they got the White Sox, Arizona, San Diego, and LA. Okay. So two good teams in Arizona and LA. San mm-hmm. Diego not playing a well, bad team. But dangerous. They can they can beat anybody can with they? the way that they play. We'll see. And the White Sox kind of stink. Okay. They they better win. They've got eleven games before the All Star break. You got to win okay. seven of those. Does to be one in the mix. does does one of these happen either way? If I told you right now, I already know the answer. The Angels are buyers at the deadline or sellers at the deadline. Buyers. Okay, so they're more more likely to be buyers at the deadline. I think. The Is only- there also a chance that they just decide? We're not going to do anything. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I, I, I literally, think, again, I'm not talking about what I think they should do. I think this is what the only way that I think they basically pull the ripcord and punt and maybe turn it is if they have like a 10 or 11, 12 game losing streak. Lose nine or 10. Anything short of that, I think they tell themselves, let's go for it. Got to go. Keep him in. and let's, yeah. let's go flip and get whatever we can get to try mm-hmm. to make this pitching staff better because. They're close. It's the first time they've been in it at this point in the season in a really long time. Maybe it's not a great shot, yep. but it is a shot. So they're going to go. For Can it. I throw you a Padre scenario out there? Sure. This could very well happen. Mid July. Okay. Well, let, let's say we're a week away from the deadline, and the Padres are now nine games out of a wild card spot. Okay. You start looking at what you can go get for Juan Soto. Boy, it's fascinating. Let, let me explain yes. to you. Let yes. me explain to you why I say that is because Juan Soto is only going to be around for another year after this season, mm-hmm. and if the plan you, you've already exercised every option that you had, plus you've already paid a ton of guys, the wrong guys, but you've already paid a, a ton of guys. Your farm system got depleted because you went out and got Juan Soto. If you're pretty much assured you're not going to make the playoffs or go on any type of run this year. Do you say, well, we're going to hold on to Juan Soto and give it one more crack next season, or do you put him up for sale and see what you can get for him? Uh, That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I think you wait for next year because he's such a good player and you do have control for one more year. I think that you could rebuild your farm system a year from now under the scenario you're talking about and still have – Tatis and still have Machado and still have Bogarts and whoever else you you know may come up or or you make an acquisition for, but yeah, I, I, at some point you're like this doesn't work and we got to start thinking about what's coming next. That's the quickest way to rejuice your system. Yeah, the window would be so disappointing that they did that because you had him for a well, year. Well, here's the other thing, and you would know better than I would. Mm-hmm. Are, are you getting any sense that he likes dislikes or anywhere in between in San Diego? Because that's a big part of it. Because go go back to Trey Turner. Dodgers were really good, but there was always that, yeah, he likes it here, but he really likes the East Coast. Like, is there any of that with Juan Soto going on? That's the only thing that I've heard is that it's so far from – when he was in Washington with the Nationals, it was much closer to home for him 
than being all the way down on the West Coast. All right, so. more more dumb stuff coming up in just a second, but I want to remind you again about what we got going on with Rotolo Chevrolet and Capozio Buick GMC. We're teaming up to recognize 10 high school juniors and seniors who have excelled in the classroom and in the community. So one of your kids, your grandkids, your niece, your nephew, whoever it is that you're thinking deserves a little recognition because of their work in the classroom and the community, you go to ESPNLA.com and nominate your child or student, and then 10 all-star students will receive $250 in cash and a VIP experience at the 710 ESPN All-Star Friday event that's coming up on July 14th at the West Covina Sportsplex. You can make your nominations today at ESPNLA.com. A special thanks to Rotolo Chevrolet and Capozio Buick GMC for giving back to the community. Awesome. And and go do it right. Awesome. Guys, listen to me when I tell you. Go nominate somebody. You might be surprised, right? Go nominate somebody, and you might get them 250 bucks and an afternoon uh, with the rest of us that they're going to remember for a very long time. Go do it. ESPNLA.com and nominate your all-star student. Um, what about this? Kind of staying with what you're talking about moving guys. They're not going to do this either, but let, let's say the Angels miss. Okay, yeah. they, don't, they, they keep Otani. They miss, and, and – Otani signs elsewhere. They miss. Game. They don't make the playoffs. They, they, they make the playoffs, or but they don't win the World Series. It's just okay. maybe they're in, maybe they're not, but mm-hmm. they don't make a big splash. Mm-hmm. Otani leaves in the offseason. What do you do with Mike Trout at that point? Is that, I, I is know that, what is I would that do. not the golden opportunity to kind of say, look, we can oh, kind yeah. of juice this thing and let's see what we can get from him? Because he's getting to a point in his age. His production's still really good. It's not peak Trout, but mm-hmm. it's still really good. Do you move him? Here's a question. Is the goal to try to win? Is the goal to try to plan for the future? Because if it is, that is the responsible thing to do. I just don't know if that's the goal. Like, they could pretend it's the goal. It might be the goal this year because you got pressure from Shohei Otani. Mm-hmm. Trout's never put pressure on you, at least publicly he's never done it. Clinton? I think we're I think we're doing a little too much with what might happen. I, I still think this season has intrigue. Like I, I, and I And I'm willing to stay there for now. Like, what if you beat somebody in the playoffs? And maybe you don't win the World Series, but we cannot account for what might happen should there be success. We don't know what that looks okay, like but l- for the for the Halos fan base. Let's and play I, it I'm out. still there. But if Shohei let's play it but, out, let's but, say he they do win a series. Let's say they go to the ALCS. Yeah. Okay. They go but to then, the ALCS. But you're saying Shohei leaves. Shohei leaves. Right. But you're not but, going to the ALCS but, anymore. That's it. Okay, but if he stays and you do if like, he stays, it's a different conversation. Right. I, but I'm but, not dealing him. I told you, I've said this before. I'm not trading him. I'm not doing it. I'll, I'll wear it if we just don't have the success with him that we might. But I, let, let's no play out. Let's play out. If, if I said, what percentage? Yeah, then I would have done it. <laughs> what percentage without. chance do you think Shohei is an angel next April? 50. What percentage? 50. 50 percent chance. Yeah, I do. 20. I think 20 is too I think high it's 50 too. because, I mean, I again, if they make the playoffs, this is a game changer. It's 1%. Yeah, you're it's probably one, right. It's 1%. Uh, and the only reason it's not zero is because it's never zero. I'm going to go 8.75%. <laughs> That's too high by by 7.7%. <laughs> Momo's here. Yates is here. We're here. Do a little super cross stuff. All right. Woo, 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 woo. Mason isn't here, but I'm going to keep doing it All anyway. Right. The big CY is here. Momo is here. Momo kind of gave me a look. I gave her a little, hey, how you doing? And you said, I'm coming out hot. All right, put me in. What's okay, going on? Both, of, both Clinton and I walked over from the television building. Yes. I have lashes on. I had hair extensions. I got so much right. makeup on. Clinton's like rolling up. In I have like... a whole routine, man. I, I bring the wipes <laughs> with me into oh, the camera studio off. 
boom, boom, out of there. I never wear the shirt that I wore on air out onto the street just in case somebody sees you when the show you is on. You don't want to start a riot. I've got a whole, <laughs> right. I got a whole routine <laughs> that is like the post-camera look when I know that I'm only going to be on the YouTube here versus, you know, the actual HD cameras. Oh, sleep. so you think about the YouTube on to here? Some extent, yeah. To some extent. To some extent. I should think it? about that more. There are sometimes I walk in here like <laughs> I roll out of bed. Yeah. Literally. I mean, it's if, radio. If for no other reason that I don't like I don't like wearing the same thing on the same day on different shows. Like, I used to do two or three shows okay. a day in Bristol, and it, it was a continuity thing for me. It's like, if I did, let's just say, OTL, and then mm-hmm. I did Around the Horn, and yeah. then maybe I did a sports center hit, I'd wear three different things. Just to say, wow, you must have done that all on the same day. You know, because you never know where things are going to be shared we should, elsewhere. We should do a week where we don't shower, <laughs> we don't shave, and we don't change. One week no. for YouTube. No, it's okay. You can shower. Yeah, yeah shower. Yeah, you don't want to get when Ireland shower and does not need to leave. Yeah, when, yeah. When John and and Mace are here and you guys don't have to smell us, we could do it for one week. <laughs> you're, you're the wrong person to ask because you would see it right away. You're you're, you're yeah. better. And Al, how many days in a row would I have to wear the same exact clothes? I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> clean. Like I wash them every day. Yeah, yeah. But I put on this black pullover. My my blue pants. Before you go, Trav, you've had that on every single. How it would take weeks, right? It yeah, t- it's gonna take me a while. It's, well, you're not like working out in it, right? So it's yeah. not gonna smell. Just, you would. Notice. I would notice it day three. Yeah. But like, what are we doing here? You <laughs> I don't think I would notice at all. Does Susan know that you haven't changed clothes? We, this but is one of our running arguments. Okay, I don't. Chad, I wash certain, my pants once a week. There's certain fine. colors, right, that are not gonna just pop. If you're wearing gray or black like we are, you kind of can wear that every day, and just it doesn't it doesn't take notice. Emily, would you? You notice? came in with a red blazer. <laughs> yeah, right. You wear a variance of the same clothes every day, so it would take me a long time to notice because it's always yeah. the quarter zip. Right. You always wear your your like lanyard over top, and then sometimes you'll you'll vary the pants, but it's the same construct of an outfit. So it would take me a very long time to notice. Well, were you getting flack for only washing your pants once a Susan, week? Susan Susan has this thing where if I don't spill on my pants. Yeah. I wear them the entire week. Yeah. Yeah, she thinks I'm an No, I think you need to wash your pants. No, that's no, okay. If all yeah, you do is, is walk plenty. out of the house, get in the car, come here, go back. I go home, I take them off. Yeah. I, that's <laughs> right. Once it, a week, I throw plenty. them over the chair shirts, in our bedroom. Shirts are, shirts, I treat shirts a lot different than I well, treat pants. Well, here's why. Because yeah. there's shirts, no layer between, getting... at least for me, it's just right. the golf shirt and my skin. Yeah, okay. but you don't wear there underwear, are... you said. <laughs> that's a different That's a different story. This has a layer of protection that gets swapped out every day. Also, pants are not designed to be washed as often shirts like jeans you're not supposed to be washing them all the time not that you're wearing jeans but like could it be just a guy thing where we're we don't wear our we don't wash no, our jeans i know plenty of dudes who are on one wear one wash and that just seems to be i just also just don't have that kind of time like i mean seems that's like a lot that's, of work that's excessive pants really should be like a one wear thing i don't think i ever <laughs> wear pants more than once wow it's a lady thing wow. yeah we're just more cleanly do yes. either of you guys <laughs> know how to run a farm no, but I've heard about this. I was listening to this on the way in. Yeah. I, you're just like you're like a movie right now, Taylor. So, I, all right, like this is I like a this is like the plot Taylor. to a movie. So, Taylor, for the main character, big request. People Which that are just getting in their car right now. Taylor, Taylor's this is his last full week with us, mm-hmm. and then next week he's going to work Wednesday. Then he's moving back to Iowa. What do you guys grow change. corn and soybeans. Corn and soybeans. So yeah. you get a lobby. That's like a thing, oh, that, you yeah. know? Yeah, you need a lobbyist. You need some Taylor. lobbyists. Big corn. Go to Washington. Yeah. Big can, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. There, yeah, that's you'd good. Be a good lobbyist. I've got, I actually would be yeah, a very good would. lobbyist. Y'all don't know about K Street. <laughs> Great bars on K Street. That's a joke. Don't ever go to a bar on K Street. You're going <laughs> to oh. be spending $100,000 against somebody who's probably going to steal your pension. No. Okay, so here's what my question is, Taylor. 
are you going to? Because I am. I follow a lot of farmers on the old talk. Farmers on TikTok. <laughs> what, 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 what are you Jason? watching on TikTok? That's People farm doing related. farm stuff. Like, trust, trust me. Like oh, I got something on. This is like, like, like that is a statement that farm, invites a lot of questions. Farm, yes, thank you. Farm thank personalities you. are a very large part of TikTok. I'm gonna find a girl I've watched on Give me a specific example of what oh you're watching. My gosh. Okay, so there's a sister who runs a farm. She's got like four or five cows and she's the only person who runs it with her kids okay and so it's just interesting like i, look, I don't know what farm life she is milking like. cows not really but she talks about how she gets her stuff done and like the different personalities of the animals and the different processes that's mainly what i watch on tiktok i'm not watching <laughs> teenagers do dances so, i'm watching people do their jobs. i stop on those yeah no i'm, I'm being serious here you guys you are, and i have you, talked about this before yeah. about the other thing that you, you watch people wash their car yes on TikTok. i watch people wash stuff <laughs> i watch people build things i watch people run their things i'm not watching i mean stuff makes me laugh but the fact is that you can see people doing things that i would otherwise no have zero windows into. our farm uh scenes in your tiktok algorithm Mama? i'm not on tiktok <laughs> neither am i <laughs> that was like the one you know what back Mace me up I, here taylor Mason well, and i did gonna... tiktok for a hot minute and then we were like i got worried about the stuff with china and stealing my data and all uh, this stuff right, on my phone no. i said nah that's just one social media app I'm just not going to dive into. I use it as a social resource. The only outlet that I'm really active on is uh, Instagram. You guys yeah. can follow me there at Royalty Smith if you want. And I also Royalty Smith. Royalty Smith. Royalty it's, it's Taylor Smith. Scrambled. So like royalty. royalty. Like you're the royalty. I like it. Of the Smith plan. <laughs> Em, can you back me up on this though, in terms of like farm talk and yeah. all these different processes? So, uh, I get, <laughs> I get like, I get like Crickets smaller. You guys are laughing at me okay. like this is crazy. Because well, crosstalk, we tend to not, we have to be brought in. So like, I, uh, I get on like smaller t uh, farm TikToks. Like yeah. this one mom taking care of like eight different goats and her Thanks. kids, and like she's like, oh, it's good morning, and I'm gonna go wake up all the goats, and then she. Takes Taylor's her phone outside. Goats freeze. To death. <laughs> chicken talk. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's, there's chicken, and I also get to see people like on the tractor, like taking care of the fields and stuff like that. Like what their what their is day to day it, life is like. Is it just soothing for you? Or well, why would it, I watch a bunch of people that already do things I see people do every day, or I've done my whole life? I get a window into the soul of other people who I'm never going to meet, who are doing things I don't understand. You and should I learn move a to lot. Iowa with Taylor and work <laughs> no, on his farm. I don't need to do that. I've got the talk. That's the whole point. I can watch these people it's do just these voyeuristic things for from you. afar and learn about other cultures that way yes so it's a learning thing basically yeah. when you were playing softball at Sanford did, did is there like summer leagues for softball where you travel all over the place and go play in these small oh, towns oh yeah like my whole at like teenage years have been spent um it sound like such a city to a city slicker if I say this go ahead in the armpits of California <laughs> oh so you stay in California but it's I mean, ag agro California agricultural? I mean I spent a lot of time out in stock Sure. Yeah. Downtown Stockton, right? Like that was where we would go. We would go cruising there, Bakersfield. Sure. Up and down that set. Clovis. You ever been to Clovis? I, Fresno. It's funny you bring that up, yeah. Ramona. I was in Clovis this weekend and that? had a literally, lovely professional, literally. professional had, lob to himself. Uh, after yeah. I had a lovely time in Clovis this weekend. I mean, it's not. It's just that's where we play softball, and like that's where I got into country music. Okay. okay. Cause, sure. Because I was never. I would never listen. Those to country. are the and options. When you're a freshman, the rule. <laughs> Of the the rules of the team are that you ride in the vans, and whoever the upperclassmen are, whoever you know, they get to choose what we listen to. Mm -hmm. So that's when I got into Shania Twain okay. and Martina Sleep. McBride, and we were like, we're rolling now. Should have came to El Cajon. Shania Twain was <laughs> killing it in El Cajon. One, two, a three, four. Right? We know all this stuff now. First like, concert because Let's of my softball girls. back. Right. Let's go, girls. There it is. <laughs> 
the reason I asked is between the my sophomore and junior year of college, I went to play in the Jayhawk League, which is spread uh-huh. out throughout the entire Midwest, right? So it's a one of those wood bat leagues. Right. Yeah. You go play college baseball league, but they're in teeny tiny little towns yeah. throughout Chino the Midwest. Chino Hills, let's sure. go. Well, it was now I played Chino's in Clorinda, the, the, the Iowa, ball, yes. which is a teeny tiny little town Ooh. in the southwest corner of Iowa, and it's nothing but corn as far as the eye can see. So I. I was wondering if you've been in one of those really small towns. I've been towns. to Normal, Illinois for normal. nationals. That's a, I actually normal went to Dyersville for the Field of Dream game, too. So yeah. I've been on a farm to watch it. But there were here. people there doing a thing. You weren't there when the circus wasn't no, in town. Right. But I have been, <laughs> yeah. I was, we were there for nationals. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, mm, did I go? No, I'm trying to think if I've ever been to a minor league game in Iowa. I haven't. Now that I think about it, I have not. They had four Iowa teams. Cubs? They got cut to two. Iowa you know Cubs. I mean? so, yeah. That's fun, man. I just, I, what this I'm is a movie, is, man. I'm, I into, I'm see, into this. Video. I like this that this is a movie. The guy yeah. goes from right here in the heart of Los Angeles, LA Live, doing LA radio, and then to run a 600 acre farm. Yeah. So, from, what we need to right. do is we need to have like a dating to... show over the next two weeks. Well, Who farmers wants to come only. with? Farmers we want only. him on we Farmers Only like today. today. I know, but okay, that's like every farmer needs a life. Now I know what's going on. You guys are so upper crust. You have no connectivity to farm culture outside of. No, my parents had orange and lemon trees outside of our house. I'm basically a farmer. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit. Of, I'm gonna bring some plums in next this whole week. My plums are. I got some trees. I have my plum tree got so plum many talk. plums on it this year that the branches broke. So mm, all wow. this, like all this stuff was on the ground, the and, I, and I was the harvest. Cow. I was like, Taylor, oh, what no. should she do in this situation? Bountiful harvest. <laughs> yeah. When your Squirrels harvest are is heaven. so robust, what do you do? Do you, you gotta sell? The, you gotta sell those plums. Ramona. I'm gonna bring them in. I have. I, I'm gonna show you pictures of how many plums. I, there yeah. are a lot of them are green. I, I think you, should, I was you reading, should set up on PCH with a uh, you know some buckets. No, bring of plums. them in. You guys, you guys let them ripen. Them in, M knows. Like the, yeah, are ripening. Travis, Sorry? There's a, they're gonna ripen over yeah. the next week or so. There's yeah, a guy really I watch that does nothing but crab. Like he's a crabber. He's just on his boat explaining the process of how he. Do you want to see? Do you want to like, see the I harvest? Watch tons do. of people just oh do their gosh. jobs. Let, Why the are harvest. they green? Look, because the they're branch not, broke. They're not ready. They got too heavy. Yeah, they got too ready. heavy, and the branch broke because they got too much fruit. So then I said, okay, I'm gonna pick them all. I use I use the the baby's little wheelbarrow that he uses. <laughs> <laughs> Put all the plums in there. See. Taylor, you should be taking notes. Yes, she's, and then I said I looked up a, a recipe right for green plum jam. My point is, jam. I think Taylor would be really good at explaining to the average yeah. person what the processes of a farm are in case people well, wanted to the learn. The thing is, I'm going back to learn because okay, that, growing, even better. growing up, all I did was the grunt work. You That's know, even Picking better. up rocks, spraying weeds, right. you know, cleaning out bins. I would watch bins. that. Like, legit, even if I didn't know you, I would watch that. I'm all in on but this move. I'm learning the ins and outs for my pops. And okay. He's, uh, he's did, been farming for six years. Did you say pick up rocks? Pick up, Yeah, there's, there's rocks that will come out of the field where every, do you every, put them you throw them in the creek <laughs> oh he doesn't even call it a creek no he calls it a creek that's so great you guys, you guys you but guys doesn't oh, okay if you it. throw enough rocks into the creek doesn't that make a dam and now <laughs> you flooded your field like these are the questions that i have again do you use like a like so i got a rototiller you know i'm like a, i'm into gardening so i got a little little rototiller I just love, you own a rototiller. I own a rototiller, and I just love getting out there. With you my you just renting too frequently? No, and I just go and I'm tearing things it's like, up. It's like I'm, a tux. I'm like, ooh, plowing I'm not the soil. Again. I'm buying this time because the soil is too hard. If you don't plow the soil, what are you, you planting? Uh, sometimes Taylor, I plant some melons. Right. Sometimes I plant. Some, I was putting down new sod. I had to like dig up all the yard because it was too hard. Have you had a harvest other than plums yet? I have everything. I get everything. I have apricots. I, get I don't like your snarky tone about Momo's plan. I'm not snarky. I'm, like I'm asking. <laughs> I'm like I'm like pandemic gardener right, right. right over here. Oh, is that when you got started? Yeah. 
my dad's into gardening so like it's just in the jeans and now it is really beautiful i've been is. there it's yeah. it's great and the pomegranate is going to come in, in 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 September, and we're going to have a robust harvest this year. And I'm deciding whether I want to juice them all or make some liqueur. So dumb, twelve year old Travis. <laughs> my my buddy had the reason. This is I'm what thinking, I do now. Right. My buddy Bob Richter had a pomegranate tree in his backyard. Yeah, I got okay. Four now. So pomegranates are <laughs> roughly the size of a baseball. Sure. Yeah. I was a baseball kid. My uh, buddy Bob like Richter was a baseball kid. We would throw pomegranates at each other and try to whack them with the baseball bats. Seeds would explode everywhere. Everywhere. And that it's like dye. And that stain yeah. is red done. Dye. Yeah, that yeah, you're done. Stain we come on, in over. covered in pomegranate juice. And our collective mother's like, are you guys that stupid? <laughs> yeah. And you, you guys were like, yes. Yeah. Yes, we are. What? They're just, there's plenty. They're just sitting on the ground rotten. Yeah, those but you are, just Those ruined. are pants you have to wash at that yeah. point. Yeah. I grew up bananas. I thought... I gr- actually is there like a tropical Damn. portion yeah. of the valley that I'm unaware no, of? No, okay. This is when you know you've crossed awesome. over into like real Gardnerville. Yeah. I'm I order interested stuff, in this stuff on Etsy. I order like cuttings and stuff on Etsy. Right. <laughs> and I plant them. I order the banana plants from Florida. Okay. And they grow in my yard. And every six months or so, we get a big hand or two of bananas. And we had so much rain wow. this year. I had to like give away the bananas. I had to bring... I said to it's like to Chiquita my Chiquita over here. I know. Yeah. Like I, I'll bring him. I'm going to bring you some plums tomorrow. Long story short, I'm here all week. So Taylor, I'm genuinely <laughs> interested in the process of your learning. Yes. on this farm, that would be I'm into this. fascinating to watch because I watch people do this anyway. If Although, it's somebody I knew, I would be ten times more invested. What do you do with the soybeans? You just make oil. That's not what I'm eating when I go to the sushi <laughs> restaurant. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what you eat. Yeah, soybeans. Soybeans and everything. But you're not making like a huge profit off the sushi restaurant soybeans, right? It's like that's turning into oil, right? No, you sell them to a co-op and they distribute it to whoever. Right. Yeah, that's ah. how that goes. All right, change the subject here very quickly. How it's was up. Omaha? Omaha was great. I came back early. Omaha, dude, it's hot out there, man. It's like it is. Too. It is. I think, people, I think people <laughs> underestimate. The like the physical element of playing Agreed. out in that heat Agreed. on a regular basis in that part of the country. It's, it's a hot whole and thing. sticky. And so yesterday, when they put up 24 runs in a day game, that's not happening in a night game. You no. know what I mean? Because it's it's cooler. Mm. It's just a different discussion. Yeah. Like there's not going to be no seven yams in tonight's game. I don't think so at all. But it was fun. So with that in mind, what was the final score yesterday? 20, 24 to two. 24 to two. You had an angel game that was 25 to one. What's right? going on? It's the bats, right? Should there be a rule? College baseball. <laughs> Major League Baseball, whatever it is, where after a certain predetermined amount of time, we could call it after six innings, seven innings, yeah. where one team can say, we're done for the day. We're you done. Got that you win. Softball. We you got could, that yeah, you can run rules. And we they, fold. Run exactly, rules. Yeah. I don't think, no, you can't fold, but I would put a run rule, but the only problem is I wouldn't put it in the championship series. That's the Fair only enough. place I wouldn't have it. Okay. I'd have it in regionals. I'd consider it in supers, but I'd definitely have it in regionals because you've got four what's teams. The, what about what's Major the League Baseball? Is it 12 runs? It's, I think it's yeah, but what you're saying is it's not. It's the team is, saying, "Hey, we're seven. done. We don't want to play the rest we, of the." This three. game's over. We're not coming right. back from twenty runs. Don't want anyone get hurt. And don't use don't want to burn through my pitching because now I got to yeah. like the Rockies had to cover six more innings. Yeah, yep. yeah, that was bad. Uh, news. They're down twenty runs. That it's like, what, what do you want me to do here? I could do for a mercy rule. Fold. Yeah, I could I'm do for a mercy rule. Yeah, I like it. Get your beer in before the seventh inning. We fold. We're out of here. Call it a day. Let's wrap it up. Super Crosstalk.